Welcome to the Bookkeeper's Voice, an informative and entertaining podcast for bookkeepers who love small business. Each week, Amy Hook explores new ideas and shares real-life stories along with inspiring guests from both inside and outside the bookkeeping industry. Every episode will leave you with a fresh perspective along with industry-specific tips and insights to help your business and your clients' businesses thrive. Wow, has it been another week already? How exciting. So um, today I'm going to be talking about priorities and how to create create space in your busy week. So in the last episode, I laid a bit of a foundation for this um, topic where I went into the Myers-Briggs type indicator, which is basically personality type. So if you're tuning into this episode and you haven't listened to that one, I would suggest that you go back and listen to that one. And even that you would go back to episode, um, actually episode 53, which is kind of where it all started, where a bookkeeper shared with me that she was thinking, um, on Facebook actually, she shared in a group that she was feeling like quitting. And she shared that right at the time that I was, like something happened with me and I felt like I wanted to quit. And then someone recommended a book to me and I got stuck into that. And then just after I'd started the book, I saw her post and she was thinking of quitting as well. So I sort of did this whole thing of everything that I learned from the book about quitting and what to do when you feel like quitting. And so this kind of opened it up for me. I really started to get into this concept um, called uh, from like, which is about moving from being an amateur to becoming a professional. And I feel like just in a very short amount of time that learning this has actually really made a huge difference for me. And so when I talked about, um, you know, what you can do when you want to quit, one of the big things that I talked about, if you want to be a pro, you need to work on your character. And so the feedback that I receive from the listeners is that there are people out there who are like, cool, like I want to actually develop my character. So I thought I'm going to do some episodes where I talk about some foundational things that you can learn, uh, which will help you to develop your character so that you can handle the certain, the certain things that you struggle with. So one of the foundational things I felt that will help with that is to understand your personality type and how your personality type interacts with your work and with your clients. Um, and so you can kind of let yourself off the hook because the typical bookkeeper, as you'll hear me say in the last episode, is the ISTJ, or that's what people think the typical bookkeeper is, this routine, organized, orderly person who loves structure and loves to plan everything ahead. But the reality is that not all bookkeepers have the same personality type. Me, for example, I'm the complete opposite of that. I'm the ENFP personality type. I don't like structure. I don't like deadlines. I like to keep my options open. Um, you know, I love um, the interactiveness of the sales and marketing process. I'm quite good at that. And, you know, people might think, oh, yeah, like people might not even when they meet me, they might not even think that I am a bookkeeper. But the cool thing is you can, you know, what I shared in that episode is that you, uh, it doesn't matter what personality type you are. It's just the different personality types as bookkeepers bring out different flavors in, you know, and by understanding the type that you are, you can start to see, okay, well, the reason I don't really like the ongoing routine work is because I am this certain personality type. And the reason that I love rescue jobs and big projects and, you know, kind of like the excitement of a big deadline um, is because of my personality type. 
and you know and the for, for those of you who are like i don't like these big challenging um things that really put pressure on me and I don't find them exciting at all. I'm more into just the routine stuff. And the cool thing is that we can all work together. You know, I need to hire people who love routines to come in and do the kind of day-to-day -day mundane processes. And I'm happy to take care of the big picture and the vision and, you know, all that kind of thing. So that's it. So today we're going to talk about priorities. Now, the reason I wanted to talk about priorities is because I did a survey. I surveyed bookkeepers from our community and our clients. And the reason that I did that is because I wanted to understand, like, what are the things that you guys are really struggling with? Because I want to be able to contribute to that. And especially through the content that I'm providing, um, I don't want to just get on the podcast and ramble on. I want to actually go off of what you guys are telling me and to help you in the areas that you're struggling. And so one of the things that stood out to me when I did this survey was, um, yeah, one, one, one of the big things that you guys are struggling with is managing your time. And the other one that really came out, um, you know, what I did was I went through and I was, I analyzed this information, um, very much true to my, um, it, you know, the intuition, intuitive side of my personality, which is I'm looking for patterns and explanations and things like that. So basically um, what I did was when the survey results came through, I kind of went through and I looked at what people were telling me that their problems were and what you guys actually really, um, you know, because what I did was I asked this pretty much the same question in lots of different ways so that I could get at it from different angles and see what are the real issues. And then because, you know, because I'm that intuitive type that likes to read in between the lines, I'm like, okay, you're telling me these are the problems, but I can read between, between the lines and see what the problems really are. And so you guys consistently told me, um, and I'm going to boil it down to these two very key points is that, you know, the things that really stress you out and worry you are time and, you guessed it, money. So, you know, we feel like as bookkeepers that we should be good with our money um, because we're dealing with other people's money all the time. But the results that are coming through, um, you know, to us is that money isn't all sorted out for bookkeepers. Just because we deal with other people's money doesn't mean that we're good at dealing with our own. And that can manifest in all sorts of different ways. It doesn't necessarily mean that you don't have any money um, it could be just you know whether it's worrying about cash flow where whether it's thinking the business could be more profitable um, whether it's you know whether it's just not being happy with your hourly rate or the way that you're billing your clients or anything like that but the other thing which is the topic of today is about time so many people were saying that they struggle with not having enough time um, now they didn't necessarily always say time is my number one issue but you guys told me all sorts of different things that you struggle um, with that are, are time related. And what I actually realized when I read between the lines is it's actually not about time at all. And even the things that you guys say are about money. It's not about money either. And I thought, what is at the core of this? And it's actually about priorities. I started to see this emerging as a theme that um, it comes down to priorities. So if you're, um, you know, if things aren't working out for you in the area of your money, it, you can always trace it back to priorities. 
It could be priority of spending. It could be priority of not spending enough, um, not prioritizing working on your sales and marketing and hence it's affecting your sales. It could be not like it, it all comes down to, I haven't prioritized something and these are my results. I'm either lacking in money or I'm lacking in time. And obviously you've got that classic situation where those who have lots, those with money don't have time and those with time don't have money. So, you know, you'll all know this from those DIY clients that you work with. They might have lots of time on their hands and they want to DIY because they don't have much money. Maybe they're a startup business. And then you've got the ones that are like, you know, earning a lot of money, but they don't have time because they've got so many clients that they're trying to juggle them. And so you guys told me that you're juggling stuff and you told me that you're not coping with deadlines and you, you, you told me that you, you just feel like there's not enough hours in the day or that you're not managing your tasks well. And I realized all of these time and money issues, they all come down to one problem. And that is priorities. And so priorities, like I think there's a number of different ways that we can prioritize. And just like how, you know, when I talk about, um, becoming a professional, you need to work on your character in order to understand your character. In order to work on your character, you need to understand your personality type and your strengths and weaknesses and things like that. It's about, if you want to be better at prioritizing, there's some kind of foundational groundwork that needs to go in before that. Because the problem with priorities is that our priorities aren't just, like priorities are not just a thing. Like a priority like isn't really anything. A priority is, I don't know if that makes sense, but a priority is something that can only be determined if you know what's underlying the need to prioritize. And there's all sorts of things that will cause you to be not prioritizing. So what I want to do today is to go back and just kind of uncover some of those things into um, to help you to diagnose what the root cause of you not prioritizing is so that you can um, correct that. And then as a result, you know, become better at organizing your time because we all say we want more time and more money. But the thing is like when we get more time or we get more money, then all of a sudden we feel like, we still don't have time and we still don't have money. And there's some reasons for that. So I'm going to explore those today. And I'm going to talk to you about how I personally create space in my busy week. As I shared in the last episode, um, processes and structure and all of those things, they don't come naturally to me. They're not part, they're not in my, really in my personality type. And I've had to create these as a result. And because I've had to create these, you know, um, not just in business, but also in my life, it's helped me to be able to understand how I did it. Whereas if you're just someone who's naturally good at prioritizing and organizing things, because you're a natural at it, if I ask you how you did it, you're just going to say, I don't know, I just do it. So that's the cool thing because it's not natural to me. Um, that's why I've been able to figure this out um, because I've had to try so hard to actually figure it out and make it work. Um, it is a work in progress. I will tell you right now, I'm definitely not amazing at this, as I said, because it doesn't come naturally to me, but 
there are certain things that you can do um, that if you continue to practice this over time, you can actually develop um, habits and practices that will, that will help you to be able to manage your time and also to be able to do regular reviews because that's how, that's how I do it. I'll, so I'll figure out a way that actually works and I'll start to implement that. But just like any human being, you know, I will get distracted from that or new things come in. So it's also about, um, you know, re reviewing what's happening and kind of re like a recalibrating process, I think it is. So let's get stuck into this. The first thing that I've recognized in this process of trying to deal with um, busyness and to free up time and to get focused and to be able to prioritize is to understand that there is no such thing as um, free. There's no such thing as free time. There is no such thing as space. So if you're talking about sp creating space in your busy week, you have to remember, and this is a little bit out there, but there, it doesn't actually exist. And what I'm talking about is like a time is like a vacuum and so is money. So, um, but we're going to focus today on time. So what I mean is that if you, if you look over your calendar and you go, Oh cool. Like I'm going to have some free time on this day. Well, it's not really free time because of course, whenever there's free time, you fill it with something else. And so that's, that's the point that I want to say. There is no such thing as free time because whenever there's free time, it gets filled with something. So therefore it's not free. So the only way to actually create space or to make free time is not to wait for it to happen because I can tell you right now, it doesn't happen unless you make it happen. Like you have to actually create it. That's why I called today how to create space in your busy week, because you literally, you have to create it. Um, you have to, you have to design it. It's sort of a, it's sort of a creative process in a way. Um, and it is something where you have to kind of look at how things are and you know, you've got to re realign those things. So the, like the foundational thing you need to know is that there is no such thing as this space that we're talking about or free time, you actually have to create it. And what this looks like in business is that if you don't put it in your calendar, then it doesn't really exist. Well, actually it does exist, but where does it exist? It exists in your head. So it either exists in your head in that maybe you can't sleep because it decides to bobble up at around midnight when you're going to bed. <laughs> either that or it's forgotten and then it suddenly reappears like just when it's time to deal with that specific thing, which is like, personally, that's something that's one of the things that I've really struggled with before in that it's like, Oh my gosh, I totally forgot about this. It just pops up. And so for me, it's been, you know, to, to actually have create a new discipline of, like everything has to go in my calendar. And if it doesn't go into my calendar, then just knowing it's not going to happen. But again, there's foundational things that you need to know before you just like run off and open your calendar and start trying to plug things in. Because what's going to happen is if you do that, it isn't going to work anyway. Like, so 
if you get stuff, when there's a whole lot of things to do, like what some of us tend to write lists. Oh my gosh, I was talking to um, one of my team members about this. I don't know if you're a list, like a to-do list kind of person, but you know, I, I was talking to uh, one of my team and I said, like, how do you like know what you have to get done? Cause she's really organized. And she said, well, like writing a list, you just like write everything down into a list. And I'm like, yeah, but how do you remember to look at the list or how do you remember where you put it? <laughs> and then she's like, I don't know. Like I just do this naturally. So I'm like, Oh my gosh, like I need to have actually have a think about this. So I think we, you know, you've probably heard about me talk about the never ending to do list. So the never ending to do list is that list that feels like it never actually gets done. And there's, um, there's a reason for that. Like you can't run your life just off lists. Like you need to be able to take those lists and kind of organize them in some kind of way and then structure them into your life, which happens in your calendar. Um, and so, yeah, like in order to be able to do this, you have to also understand a few other fundamentals in that things you, that you think are going to be easy actually take longer than they than you think they'll go they're going to take and then things that you think are going to be hard take a lot less time once you actually start so I don't know if you've ever experienced this but I definitely do so I go like an idea will pop into my head I'm like oh I've got an idea why don't I set up this new software to manage my business and then or, oh, why don't I just change this software and use this one instead? Like software has been a big one for me. And I, I've learned the hard way. Like setting up a new software program in your business can take, it can take six weeks. It can take 40 hours. It can take, like, for example, when we moved to um, HubSpot from Active Campaign, it took 90 hours. <laughs> so... Uh, it's easy to just go, yeah, I'm just going to do this and not realizing that that thing is actually going to take a lot longer because it's actually a project. It's a multi-step, multifaceted thing. And then you've got these tasks. You've got these little annoying tasks and they feel enormous and you put them off and put them off and put them off because you think it's this big thing. And then when you do it, you go, oh, that only took five minutes. So that's something else you need to realize is that everything takes longer than you think it will. And then, but not everything, like except the things that don't. And they're usually like, it's usually the opposite. The things that you think won't take very long. Once you start them, you're like, oh my gosh, all this other stuff needs to get done first. And then you go off down a rabbit hole and you don't come back for a couple of days. And then there's these ones that you put off and put off and put off for so long. And then when you finally did it, it's like, oh, that was easy. I wish I'd done that about 12 months ago. <laughs> so I'm really, I'm hoping that you all relate to this. I hope, it, I'm hoping this isn't just me because otherwise that's a bit awkward, isn't it? But anyway, I'm sure if, if you're not relating to it, you've probably stopped listening by now. So you're probably not even hearing me say this. So that's all good. Um, and then there's a saying that says, if you fail to plan, then you plan to fail. And I used to think that's such a corny cliche, but it's actually true um, in when it comes to prioritizing because planning is 
like absolutely vital if you're going to be able to manage your time. So if you don't actually spend any time planning and you just kind of bounce from thing to thing, like of course you're not going to be able to have space in your week and you're never going to, like it's never just going to fall into place. You actually need to have um, planning time and there's different types of planning I have learned <laughs> over the last little while in, um, yeah, just, you know, not all planning is the same. There's all different types of planning. And then the last kind of foundational thing that you really kind of need to get before we go into the next part of this episode, which I'm going to be just running through a couple of um, like specific things that you can do um, to create that space in your week is it's around values. You know, we don't often sit around thinking about what we value but you know the values are just kind of there they're sort of like a part of who we are and if we don't know really know what we value or um then it actually becomes harder to know what to prioritize you know we can we can say um i need to pick the thing that is the highest priority right now but if you don't have like a framework for being able to decide what makes something a priority, then that's going to be really hard. So values is something when you understand your values. So this is, you know, like I've said to, you know, understanding your personality type is something that's going to help you um, to be able to build your character. Well, in the same way, if you, when you understand your values, it can help you to know like how to prioritize Whenever I work with a bookkeeper, whether it's mentoring, marketing strategy, um, pricing for profit program, like whatever area of the bookkeeper's business that we're working on, um, like whatever, you know, whatever the end goal is, I always work with my clients on understanding their values. And I have this cool exercise, which like, it's not really cool at all. Like most people don't really enjoy the process but the outcome of it is actually fantastic and it's it's a it's it's an exercise that helps you to understand your values and i take all of my clients through this and so often my clients say why are we doing this and the the outcome doesn't become evident until we get to a certain point in the exercise and so understanding your you know what you value and what is truly important to you will help you to prioritize. And so, you know, if you haven't done any work on your values, then that is something that you should definitely look into doing. Um, if you would like to do that with me, um, you know, obviously then, you know, you can come and work with me. I do um, session, like four pack sessions where, you, you know, I, and all my clients do this. Whenever someone wants, it doesn't matter what they want to work on. We do these four foundational sessions because it helps to really put things in, in perspective. And so they're four, it's four weekly sessions for six, 60 minutes each. And we really go through these things and we go deeply into, um, you know, in, into the values um, that are behind you and your business. And we help to tie that in with everything else that you're working on. Like it doesn't matter if it's your pricing or determining your target market or creating a marketing campaign or hiring staff. You, like it's something that it, you need to understand. So when you understand your values, you'll, you'll actually find prioritizing easier because you have something to measure against whether something is a priority or not. 
and the last foundational thing is really that your vision needs to be clear. Like if you don't know where you're ultimately heading, of course it's going to be difficult to prioritize because you don't know just in the same with the values, you don't know what you're measuring something against to see if it is a priority or not. And you know, like every bookkeeper I work with, like the, the amount of bookkeepers I've worked with who are clear on their vision is very, very few. I'm talking like one, probably 1%. And, you know, like everybody comes to me and they go, yeah, like I've heard I'm meant to have like a vision statement and a mission statement, but I don't really know what it means. And, you know, that like that is what we work on in these sessions, not just the values, but we work on the vision and the mission of the business and then kind of tie that into who the ideal client is. You know, I kind of, it, it's, it's sort of funny. Like whenever someone comes to me, they're like, what is an ideal client? Is there really such a thing as an ideal client? And it's not about whether an ideal client is not a perfect person that exists out there, although we'd like to hope it is, but it's not. An ideal client is literally just somebody who fits in line with your values and your vision. So, you know, it's really important to know what that actually is before you start. And this is the foundational work that I do with every single one of our clients, whether they want a website or, you know, whether they want their pricing set up, it doesn't really matter what it is. This is the foundational work that we do because it, 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 it ties into everything. It ties into, you know, just like the topic of this episode, it ties into how you manage your time. And so a lot of people think, oh, you know, like, business planning is not that important. Um, you know, I don't really need it cause I'm a bookkeeper. It's not really, um, you know, I have a fairly like simple, like, you know, like reason for being in business or, you know, what, whatever your reason is, but, um, you know, when you actually make the time to do that, it makes a huge difference. And there you go. Like that is a priority. Like, I really think, you know, I don't want to tell you what to do, but I will like, like if you're not prioritizing actually like getting your business plan out of your head and documenting that, like all of these things are going to be all over the place and haphazard any like forever. It's, 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 I'll be truthful with you. It's like, unless you prioritize that, it's not going to change because that's kind of like the top, it's like the pinnacle of like everything else or maybe flip it over and let's say it's the foundation. It, it is actually the foundation for you to be able to prioritize on how you spend your time and who you hire and how you spend your money and where you focus your marketing efforts. So I don't know, like, I mean, if you enjoy wasting time and wasting money or if you enjoy worrying about time and money, then, you know, like you don't have to do this. Um, but I'm pretty sure no one actually enjoys it. But the reason that we avoid it isn't because we love it, but you know, I think we get scared. I think we get scared of, you know, what would it look like if I actually aligned my priorities and started to do the work through my week, like the important stuff. Like what if I stopped doing some of this unimportant time wasting stuff and I did the things that were actually important to the big picture? You know, I, I know that feeling of feeling like you're spinning your wheels in your business 
or that you're wasting time or that your day or your week or your month or your year <laughs> finish. Like they feel like they're over in such a short amount of time. And all of a sudden you're like, Oh, where did that go? And I feel like I'm still in the same place. And you're probably not in the same place, you know, like you probably have made progress, but if you know, don't know what you're measuring yourself against, like you won't even know if you've made progress and you'll feel, I don't know, like you'll feel all sorts of things. Like how does this show up in real life? Well, it shows up in depression and anxiety like, I'm not saying if you don't do a business plan, you're going to be depressed or whatever. Like, I'm not simplifying it that much. You know, men, like mental health is a real thing. And um, I'm not saying that at all. But what I am saying is that that's how it can show up. You, you can feel like depressed in your own self when you get to a point where you think, what is the point of this? I feel like I'm just doing the same thing over and over again. Or I feel like I'm just going through the motions and you kind of put yourself in this space where you're like, all right, well, I guess I could just quit whenever I want. But you feel trapped in that as well because you know you can't quit because if you do quit, like, what are you going to do? You know, for, like for me, I, like I remember thinking like bookkeeping is all I know. Like I've done this my whole life, my entire career. Like where else is there to go? Like I remember spending a season of time I looked into becoming an architect, a florist, an urban planner, a primary school teacher. And I thought, what? And start everything again from scratch? Like, so we can dream and fantasize about quitting and pulling the pin. But the reality is for many of us, if you're, you know, if you're like me and you are so firmly planted in the bookkeeping industry, then, you know, yeah. You know, I think that that's one of the ways that we try and it's like an escape. So that's how it shows up when we don't prioritize to figure out what we really value and what our vision is. It's going to show up like this. We're going to feel depressed. We're going to feel like our time is just getting sucked away. We're going to feel unproductive. We're going to feel anxious. And I, I mean, I'm not a psychologist. I'm just speaking from my own experience. I'm speaking from that feeling of like, yeah, like why am I doing the same thing over and over again? And why am I not getting anywhere or how? And, and it really comes down to, I remember like feeling like, ah, oh, when is the, you know, I started setting up the business and then I felt like, okay, I'm working towards getting the business all set up, but then it never felt like it was set up. And for me, I had to actually sit down one day and go, what does set up look like? So that I don't constantly feel like I'm always setting up the business, you know, for five years. It's like, well, what does the business look like when it's set up? Like what is done look like? And so until you actually, you know, start to think about these things and not just think about them, but document them because having it in your head is not a plan. It's just another jumble in your head. And you might think that it makes sense in your head, but then when someone asks you about it and you've got to explain it to them and you use a million words to try and explain something that you should have used like 30 words to explain, like that's a good sign. So, you know, prioritizing and creating space really 
it comes down to having a clear vision. Now, I think I'm re I really have to apologise for this and you're probably possibly going to be annoyed with me, but um, I didn't realise how much time it was going to take for me to unpack all of that. And I'm actually really glad that I, I did. I'm really glad that I didn't kind of jump into the how to um, yet. And so I'm actually going to save this for next week. So please forgive me, but I think we need to dedicate a whole episode to it. And I just had to lay that foundation. And so, yeah, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to false advertise to you or anything like that, but I really would like to show you how to create space in your busy week. And I feel like we've got all of that foundational stuff down now. So what I'm going to do is next episode, I'm going to go through some really specific, tangible things that I actually did um, that kind of build on top of these concepts. And um, yeah, so you've got the groundwork now. And, you know, we're focused on priorities, which is a good thing to be focused on. Um, and in the next episode, I'll be talking to you about getting focused um, and, you know, actually how to structure your week. So thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for being willing um, to learn and to, to stick with me through understanding these com these concepts that, you know, some of them you might ne never have thought, thought about. And, you know, I'm really, really glad that you are here and that you're committed to, to making a difference in these areas of your business. It's actually really exciting and I'm super excited. Oh gosh, I hate that saying, super excited. I am very, very, I feel privileged to be on this journey with you and it, yeah, it, it, it's great. It's very um, important and, you know, to be able to speak into this space is just so cool. So I will see you in the next episode where we're going to be really specific and, um, yeah, we're going to get right into that. Let's call it part two of creating space in your busy week and, yeah, look forward to it. Have a great weekend. And absolutely looking forward to catching up with you next week. Thank you for listening to The Bookkeeper's Voice. We'll be back next week, so subscribe to future episode notifications. Do you want to be more efficient? Get instant access to our free template of the month. Visit thesavvybookkeeper.com.au slash freebie. Would you love to connect with other savvy bookkeepers to get support and ideas? Join the Savvy Bookkeeper Facebook group. Do you need help with pricing, marketing, web design or business planning? Visit thesavvybookkeeper.com.au to see our services. Until next time, stay savvy.